from the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Career Talk on Business Radio. Here is your host, Dr. Don Graham. Welcome to Career Talk, your career insider. We are in Business Radio and we are powered by the Wharton School. Sirius XM channel 132. Hey, if it's noon Eastern Thursday, we are taking your calls live right now. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. And you are going to want to call today because today we have back Kelly Hoey, who is the author of the fantastic book, Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyperconnected World. But before we get to that, we have Dream Team in studio, Dion and Michelle. And I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. I'm the career director for the Wharton MBA program for executives in Philadelphia. I'm also a licensed psychologist and former corporate recruiter. And we are taking your calls live right now at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. If you've had a question or a tip and you want to get through right now at 844-942-7866. If it's Thursday, it's open calls and we want to hear from you. So today we welcome back Kelly Hoey. She's an author, writer, speaker, investor, and her book, Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyper-Connected World is one that should be on your shelves. She's a regular contributor to Forbes.com, the New York Times, and Fast Companies, and we're excited to have her back on the show, fresh from Australia, right, Kelly? Hey, it's so good to be back, and yes, fresh off a plane. Yes. A little fresher, because I did shower, I showered for you, even though I'm not in the fan- studio, I did shower Fantastic, fantastic. Well, you know that's not required, but we appreciate it. We absolutely do. So, so let's let's start with. I, I've got to tell you, because you're coming back on the show and because you're so much fun, I I did prepare something that's a little bit fun. Um, I, I prepared a networking would you rather game for you. So, I'm very excited to talk about that, but not yet. We're gonna we're gonna hold off on that before we we get to that that fun. Let's talk a little bit. So your book is awesome. Hopefully everybody has a copy of Build Your Dream Network. But you talk about in your book some of the networking truths that people need to know. And I and I want to kick off with a couple of these just to kind of warm us up about networking. And, and one of the ones I love is, um, you know, introverts are savvy network builders. And I think we are, right? I, I think in this day and age with so much noise and clutter and garbage that is ending up in, I want to say, in our inboxes, on our desks, everything else. People who are more intentional and purposeful, uh, kind, considerate, are better network builders, and aka networkers. And I think those are qualities that introverts have in abundance. So even if we don't like to walk into a big room and talk to a lot of different strangers, one of the things about networking that we constantly stress on Career Talk is that it's about building relationships. It's not about it's not about quantity. It's about quality, right, Kelly? It's absolutely about that. And for me, that that notion that walking into a room of strangers is networking. Um, you know, can we flush that one in 2019? Like, can we just get rid of that? I think if you're walking into an unknown, you have better have prepared and understood why you're doing that rather than walking in unprepared and blind and then that's where the frustration, the anxiety, uh, this stuff doesn't work, where you make stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. So prepare in advance and understand why it is you need to meet these entirely new people because your best networking, your best network building starts with people you already know. So how are you day in and day out building relationships with them? Yeah, making it a daily habit like exercise or taking vitamins or things like that. And it's interesting, Kelly, because now that it's it's 2019, we're kicking off and a lot of people are making New Year's resolutions. But we also know about New Year's resolutions that they tend to start fading off into February. So so if, if people are making resolutions around their career and networking specifically, how can they stay motivated to make this a regular way of life and, and not just kind of trail off with the rest of the New Year's resolutions? Well, I mean, I think New Year's resolutions, I mean, I'm going to say kind of two things on this um, is, 
One, I love a piece that a friend of mine recently um, wrote, and uh, it was, you know, why we look at New Year's resolutions as these things that we have to start right at the beginning of the year. Um, Think about the old visual of New Year's was like sort of welcoming in the new baby, the new year. Um, You know, kind of take some time over the course of the year to reflect, and maybe where you want to make those kind of big resolutions and recalibrate is a couple of months from now. Um, You know, we're thinking particularly with career resolutions Um, because, yeah, you're right, the drop-off rate is so huge, but here we are in the darkest, gloomiest months of the year and we're making big changes in our life. Come on, you know, take it a little easier on on yourself. The other thing I'd say on New Year's resolutions is tie these, you know, these resolutions to networks. Part of that is accountability uh, part of that is motivation. Uh, you know, if you're if you're doing it with someone else, hey, maybe you've got another friend who's making your career change. Um, maybe they can, you know, maybe you can be accountability partners on on staying true to to some of these activities. Uh, maybe there's a way of staying in touch with a mentor or somebody else who has made these changes before that you can you know, keep a regular date with it that keeps you, again, back to that motivation and that accountability. Um, Maybe there's some of your other resolutions that if you tied them to uh, a network, whether it is losing weight or saving more money or what have you, and you can tie your career ambitions along with that, and you might actually keep them versus, uh, you know, I don't even want to know what the percentage is of keeping New Year's resolutions. I think it's probably eight. Why I, I think I, it's I, eight. Probably, I, what's that? Eight percent, I think. It's, it's very low. Oh, my God. That's probably why I don't make them. <laughs> or maybe you made it. You just haven't kept it. Who knows? <laughs> hey, 844-Wharton, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk. If it's Thursday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, we are live and we are here with Kelly Hoey, who is the author of the fantastic book, Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyper-Connected World. And if you've got a question about networking, how to stay motivated, how to stay connected, how to even get started, we want to hear from you at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Hey, so um, one of the other things about staying motivated is is doing something that works for you. And I think that's what you're saying with all these different options. Well, you know, a friend of mine has an app that that kind of rewards him with, with money from his savings when he does certain activities. And that really works well for him because that's just, it, it's just something that connects with, with how he thinks and how he stays motivated. And I think making the goal specific. So saying I want to network, saying I want to meet people is not going to get you there. But saying, hey, I want to connect with one dormant contact. So, so somebody you maybe have lost touch with every week is going to be something that you can measure and you can say, yeah, I'm sticking with this or no, I'm not sticking with that. So I think making it measurable is something that is so important. So, so Kelly, how can you, how can you measure in some meaningful way if you're growing your network in a way that's going to benefit, um, you know, your career? Well, I mean, the first thing I'd say to people is, yeah, you want, you obviously want to have some sort of measurement. Is this, is this making sense? But measurement needs to be taken on a long-term vision. Um, as opposed to, and, and, and it's made up with those incremental acts that you do every week. One of the things I'd say, and I think this makes it easier for people, is, is you know, what are the things, activities, what are um, commitments that you already have that you find enjoyable? And can you find ways to deepen those relationships and expand them beyond the task at hand? So think about your volunteering, think about boards, uh, community, um, you know, maybe it's a committee at work. Is there things that you can do to leverage those to um, expand this, this career footprint? Um, and, and so, for example, you know, maybe, maybe you go to a mommy and me class and you know, all you ever do is talk about your kids. Can you deepen the relationships and expand your network? But maybe asking the other parents, you know, moms probably predominantly, but ask the other parents you know, more about them and what's going on in their life and, and sharing who you are, um, because that may expand and open up opportunities and networking that you never experienced before, and it's something you're already doing. Uh, so uh, the activity that is important to you, 
that, you know, can be measured by the amount of time and commitment you give to it. Now, can you make it something more in a natural, meaningful, thoughtful way? Yeah, what I love about that is one of the common excuses is I don't have time. I don't have time to do this. I, I, you know, I'm trying to get through my day and manage all the things I already have. But I think you are so right. We miss those opportunities that are right in front of us. We miss, you know, sitting next to somebody on the soccer sidelines and, and having those deeper conversations about our roles, our goals, our, our, you know, our jobs and things of that nature. And I think think about the places you already are. Maybe you go to presentations and you're, you know, last one in, first one out, and you don't make time even 15 minutes before or after to, to, you know, speak to anybody or to interact with people or to catch up with people because you're so busy. But those 15 minutes, which, which really um, we can all create, can make such a difference. And we're already doing these activities every day. So think about where can I put this that already is in my schedule? 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Hey, do you have a tip on networking that has worked for you? How have you stayed motivated? How have you stayed in touch? What has worked for you to build and grow your network? We want to hear from you on Career Talk, Sirius XM 132. You can give us a call right now at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. We are here today with Kelly Hoey, who is the author of Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyper-Connected World. So, Kelly, in honor of you coming back on the show, I prepared a little Would You Rather segment around networking. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm so trying not to bust out laughing right now. I can't stand it. <laughs> I was thinking, well, Kelly's coming on Career Talk. What would be fun? And this is what I came up with. So, and, and we should all be reminded that fun for me is not necessarily fun for everybody else. So, here we go. Would you rather give a stranger $20 or access to your social capital? Kelly. 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, anytime. Oh, God, me too. Me too. Why? Um, you know what? Your, your, your reputation is all you got. You mm-hmm. know what? You can make money, earn money, any, any, you know, if that comes and goes, your reputation, getting that back, too damn hard. No way. Yeah. And I think the, the lesson that, that, um, that comes out of this for me is, that, you know, and I say that I'd rather give you 20 bucks then introduce you to somebody if I don't have a relationship with you. And this goes back to something you said a few minutes ago, which is, you know, start with the people you know. Start with the people who already believe you're capable and deserving and who can be that link to the next person because this is this is how you expand your network. It's not about going up to strangers and asking for favors, which is why I think a lot of people resist networking, but that's that's really not what it's about. Okay, question two. Would you rather that a networking contact send you three questions that you can respond to over email or ask for a 30-minute phone call? Um, send, send me the questions. Yeah. Tell us why. And, and, and part of that is it may lead to a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is also, I think it's really important when you're asking to take someone's time, you know, make sure our reputation, you know, listen, reputations can come and go and be re-earned. Time is gone. That's, that's it, baby. It is gone. So you never want to waste anybody's time. Uh, it also could be someone could send three questions. You could say, um, you know, read this article, look at this chapter of this book. Uh, what you really want to know is X, and that, you know, I'm not the person to answer that. Or it could be, let's get on a phone call because it's too hard to explain in an email. So being hyper-specific and sending an email, boom, winner. Yeah, I agree. Plus, you know, someone like yourself who's who's traveling, I mean, you can get back to somebody, you know, 3 a.m. On a, on a flight from Australia. And so it could be that, you know, you can get to back to somebody uh, more quickly. Or maybe, like you said, you're not the right person to speak with. And you can you can introduce them to somebody who would be better to answer their questions. But I always like starting there because I know a lot of people hesitate to, to reach out and ask for coffee. But then there's a lot of people who have no problem reaching out and asking for coffee as a first step. And I think we have to keep in mind that networking is about incremental steps to building the relationship. And sometimes that first email when you've said, hey, Kelly, I've, I've read your book. I love it. I 
have a question about chapter eight and here it is, you know, and then maybe that will evolve into something. Maybe it won't. But but starting out with a 30 minute phone call. I agree with you, Kelly. So would you rather? (laughs) That's also one of those things. I think there is I'm going to be I'm going to say this. I think there's some really sloppy, lazy um, networking advice out there, just as I think there is probably you're you're the guru on this sloppy, lazy advice on making a career change and what you need to do to switch careers. And I think there's advice out there that says, oh, just email someone you want to talk to and ask them for coffee. I mean, no, 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 no. Be smarter than that. Be more intelligent than that. Um, you know, the only way you can cut through all the noise, whether it is to you know, get that piece of advice or get that hiring manager to pay attention to your resume is being this hyper-specific, well-researched, targeted, you know, communication, not the generic, hey, can I pick your brain over coffee? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, like, you remember, like, like, like Pee Wee Herman had like a word of the day. Like that is like the phrase where like Dion has to come up with like a, a noise for that. Cause like, I saw that coming too. As soon as she said it, pick my brain. Okay, so, I, so, so here's what I want. I want, I want noise. I want some furniture moving and I want candy corn flying. Yes. It's the worst. Please don't ever use those words again. Pick your brain. There's nothing. There's nothing, nothing good about that. Um, 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. If you want to join the the conversation, would you rather? We would love to have you playing our game around networking. Or maybe you just have a tip or a question or a comment. Give us a call right now if it's Thursday noon Eastern on Career Talk. 844-942-7866. Did you forget it? I forgot it. Seven eight six six. But luckily, it's but you on just the. Said it. I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is amazing. It's like your my brain just shut off because somebody picked it. That's what happened. Um, when they keep picking it, 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 it goes away. <laughs> It's gotten lazy for the holidays. Okay, no. Okay, now I'm going to do a would would you rather that's that's not related to networking. It's just related to general world, just to get to know Kelly better. Okay, would you rather have chapped lips that never heal or terrible dandruff that can't be treated? (laughs) Okay, the first one was chapped lips. Chapped lips are terrible dandruff, and you're going to have to have it forever. Oh, my God, this is the best like people listening need to know this is how you play would you rather okay i'm gonna go for dandruff okay why because i'm gonna ask dion too and having you know a lip that someone wants to kiss like uh, you know that that just to me is and and communicating and you use your mouth i think you know people could you know get over the dandruff part of, of life they'd be like oh my god Seems like such a nice woman. Too bad about the dandruff, but the the mouth part, yeah, no, couldn't do it. Couldn't All right, Dion, would you rather? I, I'd have to go with the dandruff too. Okay. Like one, I'm I, I hate chapped lips, I know. but you can kind of. I guess you can kind of hide dandruff, but you can see when somebody's lips are dry, and that's just weird. It's weird. Well, it's it's weird when they're always dry. Like it's one thing. <laughs> it's like you know, it's a cold day, and you and you need some chapstick. But if it's like ninety degrees. And your lips are still like chapped. Eh, it's a little weird. All right, I, I that okay, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. Okay. This is what happens when you ask me things. I know, I know. A little. This might be TMI, but I did. We an love act- TMI, Michelle. <laughs> I did an acne medication once that causes permanent chapped lips while you're on it, and mm-hmm. I have to say, I'd probably. No, I I think it was okay because I found my favorite lip balm that helped in the process. I wouldn't want bad dandruff all the time. I think I'd go with the lips. Well, see, now, well, now I'm confused because if you if you can use the lip balm, then you're not always you're not always chapped. No, they're chapped. So, so if you if you have dandruff and you use shampoo, then you don't hold. Like, is it like so you've got dandruff, but you just have no access to shampoo, and <laughs> and you've got and you've got chapped lips, and you have no access to lip balm. Do we talk about follow-up questions and how they're not permitted? <laughs> I need clarity. <laughs> Dan, I just cl- wanted to rub it in that I'm not there in the studio. Damn, I'm... <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but don't worry, because we're going to come back later with some more Would You Rather networking questions. And maybe, I'll save you some candy corn. Maybe a few later. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. We are here with Kelly Hoey, who's the author of the fantastic book, Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyper-Connected World. You're listening to Career Talk, Series XM 132. We're going to go to Sharon in Illinois. Welcome to the show, Sharon. Hi, thank you. Great conversation. Great job. I've really enjoyed well, the broadcast. So well, now, far. now we have to ask you: Would you rather have chapped lips or dandruff? I mean, I know we, we're putting you uh, on the spot, but no, that's <laughs> okay. Um, absolutely, positively chapped lips. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to camouflage, manage for some of the things you folks have shared, and um, I've had them, and I powered through it. I've never had dandruff, and uh, wouldn't know what where to start. So. All right. Well, you know, there's no right answer here, so we appreciate that, Sharon. <laughs> I know that's not why you called, so what's on your mind today? Uh, well, you had um, got me thinking about the resolutions and growing our network, and I try to pride myself on protecting my network while growing it, doing it in a very um, careful, thoughtful way. And one thing that I have found that has helped um, multiply the benefits of my network, when I can connect two people that don't know each other, but I'm a common denominator, and I find a reason to put them together. I do this with customers quite a bit. I'm in sales and technical sales, and when I can connect two of my customers, they might be both CIOs or they might both be in marketing. Um, that goes a long way, and then I find that I'm invited to their conversation, and then I meet other people that they bring in to the fold. So you are the you are the center that brings the two circles together, the super connector. That's right, the middle of the Venn diagram. So yeah, I love love that example because I think I think it it, it just it's kind of exponential in terms of how it builds your network. Kelly, um, what are your thoughts on on the super connector? Oh, I, I'm gonna say hugely valuable, and and what I'm getting is a sense is, is um, someone who's doing it right. The danger for a lot of people is they send what I like to do is, is call sort of the drive and dump email, like, hey, you two should know each other. And then you sort of sit there looking at your inbox going, why, why did they do this? So I always sort of say to people in general, proceed with caution uh, and, you know, sort of send the email to one person saying, you know what, I think this is you two would get along and here's the reasons why. Um, and do that with both people before the introduction because then you're going to have something that really sticks. Um, like I said, as opposed to, hey, you two should know each other or so-and-so should talk to you. And then, you know, the person who is the recipient of that um, is kind of like, yeah, why? Uh, <laughs> why have you done this? Um, but in general, I think if you can do that and do it well, hugely powerful. And, and particularly doing it, knowing it is adding value to somebody else or to other people rather than saying, oh, I simply love to do this, bring people together, which, you know, that's more sort of self-focused. And I think that's where, when those kind of introductions can go off the rails. Which which brings me to a, a related question around, um, you know, this is not a would you rather, but, you know, when people reach out and, and not connecting two people, but they, they um, you know, give somebody somebody else's contact information. What are your thoughts on that, Kelly? I think I already know. Um, I want to say again, you know, sort of proceed with caution. There is times when I will say to people, you know what, reach out to this person for these reasons. Yes, use my name uh, when you do it. Um, um, you know, here's why um, kind of thing. Because um, there's sometimes I think with people, it, again, it comes from like knowing your network, not just who's in it and who has the credentials, but what's going on with their life and how they like to receive communications, and what can get through, or knowing that, you know, me personally sending an email, you know, not going to add, you know, two more cents worth of value to the communication, but it really, like, again, comes from knowing your network, but knowing it deeply in terms of the human interactions and what what is um, what, what is meaningful or what is significant or what someone else is going to pay attention to. Yeah, I like I like the way that Sharon's thinking because I think a lot of people just just don't take that extra step and think about oh you know I just you know who in this in my network would this person be 
gaining value from or adding value from or, or things like that. And I think we often don't think about that. So Sharon, how do you make that decision? How do you how do you decide that two people may have uh, some some shared common values or or partnership or a win win situation? Sure. So when a um, couple different ways that I explore common denominators, first with some of my outside of work activities, I'm heavily involved in uh, women in IT and networking. So when I hear of someone that has a passion that centers on elevating that next generation of female leader or women in STEM, um, regardless of their walk of life, I'll ask and say, hey, I actually, this is fascinating. I share this passion. There is someone who leads a group in your area, all right? And, and so, again, that, that, that's the glue. And typically, if you are passionate about something um, in your outside of work hours, uh, you're looking to expand and grow your network, kind of soul-feeding stuff. Um, from a professional standpoint, uh, where I'm able to connect customers, uh, it's around, I have to know them. These are more trusted relationships that I open up, but I will take a look at what kind of projects they're doing, what's important to them for 2019, their upcoming initiatives. I have a customer who is very well-versed and speaks on IoT machine learning, for example, and then I'll go and I'll talk to other customers that I'm able to, I've got more than just a vendor-customer relationship with, but I know that they're looking to expand um, their IT practice or make some investments and explore some new technology. I've got a great guy, by the way. Um, you know, here's his title. Here's what he's done. If you're interested, I'd be happy to make that connection to you. And 99.9% of the time, it ends up in strength, dinner, they're talking, and then they continue to be colleagues going forward. And then I'm pulled into, as a result, the conversations because we all, obviously, I share that common denominator, too. Yeah. I, Sharon, thank you so much for calling Career Talk and sharing that, that great tip. I think that's that's kind of the spirit of networking is, is looking for who's that next link and who's that next link. Of course, you need to know. And this is what comes back to what you were saying, Kelly, and, and what, what Sharon does is you have to we have to ask these questions. We have to say, so, so what are your goals? What do you want to do? What are you what are you trying to get done this year so that we, we have that information, are able to make those? And I think the challenge we have now is with smartphones and, and so many things things distracting us our conversations remain at the surface more often mm-hmm. than not so we don't we don't dig in you know how's work good busy pass the salt yeah. kind of thing we, we don't listen you know so, so that there's clearly the Sharon's having this this depth of listening in terms of other people's needs and then boom when she hears you know like that memory game that card game that you know you played as a kid um that oh yeah where's the other you know Where's the other four? Where's the other whatever? You know, like where you're flipping those cards to, to find the pairs. And so she's in that intense listening. The other piece I would say on it, which is, is a valuable lesson for everyone, you know, your network is stronger when you lose control of it. And I say that by not feeling threatened by two other people now developing a relationship and not feeling the need to have this sort of this vice grip you know, all control on your network and who gets to talk to who rather than saying, you know what, go, 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 go and do business together and make magic, magic happen. And whether I'm pulled back directly into a conversation or a transaction or not, my network is now stronger because people are going to say, hey, how how this business happen? How did you get the job? Oh, so-and-so introduced us. Oh, who are they? And boom, boom, boom. You know, your sort of word of mouth travels, travels so much faster. So that's the two pieces on this. And I'm so glad she called in. Yes. Thank you so much, Sharon. And Kelly, I love that. Go forth and network. Hey, you're listening to Career Talk, Series XM 132. If you haven't heard yet, Career Talk music is something we're doing all January. If you or someone you know is an aspiring musician or band on the brink of stardom, Career Talk wants to help you play your songs on national radio. So if you want to be considered to potentially be played on our channel, you can email your MP3 clip and social media handles to careertalkmusic at gmail.com. And when we come back from the break, we're going to be listening to a clip that is a fusion of rock, hip-hop, funk, and neo-soul from ex-president. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. But before we go there, we're going to do our pre-break quiz. And I, I thought of something else fun to do today. I just was a, a, like a pile of fun this this week, Dion. Okay, so what I decided to do for the pre-break quiz um, 
is a blast from the past pre-break quiz. So it's a question from this month two years ago. Quiz. There's a quiz? So this is a quiz in the true sense of retention because see if, if, <laughs> if you guys remember this answer. Um, and Kelly, I know this is new for you, so you get to think about it a little bit. Uh, in a six-month study of call center employees, those who had this in their workspace were 46% more productive. Those who had this in their workspace were 46% more productive. If you think you know, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. You're listening to SiriusXM Channel 132. We are Career Talk, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Career Talk on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brand. Back to Career Talk, your career insider. We are in business radio and we are powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, channel 132. Hey, you got a question if it's Thursday noon Eastern. We are live, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. And that music you were just listening to came from the ex-presidents. That's capital X followed by presidents. And you can find them on Twitter, Ex-Presidents Band. They are an original fusion of rock, hip-hop, funk, and neo-soul made up of five Philadelphia-based musicians. So if you want to hear more from them, go find them on Facebook, Twitter, or their website, expresidentsband.com. If you've got a piece of music from your band or you're a musician and you want to be played on Career Talk, go ahead and send your MP3 to careertalkmusic at Gmail. Dot com to be considered and as always we are pg-13 so please keep that in mind hey you're listening to career talk Sirius xm channel 132 if you missed it we had a blast from the past pre-break quiz before we went to break and it was this in a six-month study of call center employees, those who had this in their work area were 46% more productive. If you think you know 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866, but this was the pre-break quiz this month, two years ago. So we'll answer that in just a minute. But now we want to get back to Kelly Hoey, who is the author of Build Your Dream Network and our guest here on Career Talk today. Kelly, where can people learn more about you? They can find me on my website, which is jkellyhoey.co, uh, or Twitter is always a good place to find me, and my uh, handle on Twitter is jkhoey. Fabulous. And we are talking all about networking, which is critical to gaining new opportunities. So if it's 2019 and you're building some career planning for the new year and you have some goals on your plate, networking needs to be one of them. If you've got a great tip or something that's worked for you or an idea on how people can make this part of their daily schedule, we want to hear from you at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. But now we're going to get back to our would you rather. It's not over, Kelly. We're still playing this game. All right, here you go. Would you rather that a networking contact send you interesting articles every so often to keep in touch or that they share, like, or write a review of your content on social media? Ooh, now that's a tough one because both of those are good answers. Um, I'm going to go with interesting articles. Okay, tell us why. Um, you know what? Someone else may find something that I've missed. Uh, it may be, you know, 
off of my radar screen, you know, kind of I've been busy. It shows me that they've really thought about me uh, in terms of things that are that they think would be of interest. So they're thinking about my career, my career development. Um, so it kind of takes it that extra little step. But I, you know, I do think the other one is interesting and, and you know, good thumbs up as well. So both. So your answer is both. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, but leaning towards the first one. But know, leaning like, towards yeah, the article. Yeah, because I think that really that's that's sort of like that. You know, like Sharon, who called in, it's, it's someone who is taking their networking activity to the next level. Hey, 844-942-7866. We're here with Kelly Howie playing Would You Rather Networking Edition. Um, okay. Would you rather um, a network contact research the crap out of you before your networking meeting or learn about you through what you choose to share in your conversation. Oh, research the crap out of me. <laughs> I mean, isn't that why we put that stuff out there? I mean, you know, like, don't tell me you want to meet, you know, pick my brain over coffee. Ah! I've had an interesting career. Like, you know what? That's like a double stab in the eyes. Like, no, no. Research the crap out of me because then you're going to ask me a better question when we do talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of people worry that they're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm stalking Kelly on LinkedIn and she can see that I've looked at her profile now three times and, you know, I've, I've looked at her Twitter and done all this stuff. But you want people to do that, right? Yeah, we, we want people to listen to this podcast and then call us and say, did you really answer that on Would You Rather? What's this thing with Sandy Corn? Like, seriously, you there's, there's stalking and creepy stalking on the Internet, and then there's being smart. And being smart is doing that research and, and using all these digital little crumbs we leave out there um, and, you know, use them to your advantage. It tells you something about me, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's stuff I choose not to share. Um, and, and, you know, someone sort of came up with that kind of stuff. I'd be like, whoa, now we're getting creepy. But the stuff I share out there is there for you to use and research and then boom, email me and ask me a better question. Yeah. And I would say most people never get to creepy. Most people are are not doing enough research. I mean, I I think you can look at LinkedIn. I think you could, you read your articles, follow, look at what's going on in Twitter. I mean, that is exactly what you said, Kelly. It's why you put it out there. Hey, Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 132, playing Would You Rather Networking Edition. Although this one is not a networking one, Kelly. Um, Would you rather be locked in a room that is constantly dark for a week or that is constantly bright for a week? <laughs> the constantly dark would make me think I may be working in an unpleasant call center, so I'm going to go bright. <laughs> so can you sleep if, if it's bright? Can you do that? Are you going to be able to sleep, Kelly? Yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, it's the way you sleep on planes when you forget your, you know, your little eye mask. So, yes, I'd rather have bright. I'd rather have bright. Dion, what about you? I think I'm with Kelly. I can do I can do constant bright. I can sleep through anything. Okay. So so constant bright is fine with me. All right, fair. Well, well is it is it bright or is it just light? It says bright. It says bright. Is, is, is bright Wait, what is with the questions? Because like, bright is bright is kind of harsh. Bright. Is, bright. Is bright lights. No, 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 Dion. Just think, nice beach in the Caribbean. Big, big, bright sun. No oh, umbrella. Man, no umbrella. <laughs> no sunglasses. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I did not. Uh, yeah, I know it's hard. Yeah, that, that that's a little harder now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm still going with bright though, because I don't like I don't like running in, into things in the darkness. Okay, but th- there's nothing in the tell. room. There's nothing. Oh, in there's there. not. So I'm just in the room. You're just with in lights? the room. Mm-hmm. That sounds boring on both parts. I'll find out how <laughs> bored would you be? It's <laughs> would you rather? This room sucks. <laughs> That is why it's a would you rather. I'm still going with bright. All right, bright. Michelle? Um, All bright or all dark in a room? Okay, Michelle. This is the third time. <laughs> I'm going to say, I, never, I didn't catch the other one, but if it's all bright or all dark, yeah, I'm probably going with light. I'm a little scared of the dark. All right. See, that that's legit. I'm scared of the dark. All right. Well... We're done with our Would You Rather section of the show. Maybe to many people's happiness and joy. But we have to answer the pre-break quiz. So we're not done with the fun just yet. So just in case you missed the pre-break quiz. It is a blast from the past from two 
years ago this month in a six-month study of call center employees, those who did this in their work area were 46% more productive. Dion, do you remember? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my, my first thought was family photos, but as as Michelle was running through answers in here, that clearly wasn't one of them. Um, so I'm going to say a space heater. Ooh, a space heater. Ooh doesn't sound like that was the answer either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. But I like space heaters, Michelle. Because it's always cold in the office. So it is you, always so cold. So if you, if you warm up a little bit, you can do more work. Because yeah. once my fingers and toes get numb, I'm useless. Yeah, I would agree with that. So Dion is the coldest person on the planet. <laughs> I'm with you there. We have a shared Our office. office was freezing. I had to get him to fix it. And Our now it's a freezing. sauna because Dion got them to fix it. Well, they fixed it, though. <laughs> and that's what matters. Yeah, I, I prefer sauna to freezing. I will do better work in a sauna. You just came up with a different would you rather. Yes, and sauna is the right answer. So, the only answer. Michelle? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say natural light. Oh, natural bright light? Or <laughs> We're not clarifying. We're not clarifying. Just natural light. And I'm guessing that because we have none in our office, and I feel like it would be helpful. That is not the answer to this pre-break quiz, mm. but, but Kelly's going to bring it home. I'll tell you, it is not candy corn. Candy corn's off the list. So is natural light. Um, let's go with, uh, okay, we have one of these. Um, uh, let's go, golly, I'm like this, because natural light was my first inclination. Phil, we're, on we're on that show, like, Millionaire, like, you're thinking out loud. Yeah, Final yeah. answer. Final answer. Phone a friend. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the what was it? The ten thousand dollar pyramid. What was that one? That other game show. Oh, I love that show. My, start date, dating myself. On Twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. It's up to a hundred. It is now a hundred. It is. Um, I'm going to say a comfortable chair. Oh gosh, you're so close. It's actually the opposite of a comfortable chair. The answer is adjustable standing desks. Adjustable standing desk. But don't worry, because I, I'm not going to jip you of a random fact today just because I use an old pre-break quiz. So here's a random fact for you. The average secret told in complete confidence is spread to at least two other people. So I feel like you should all know that. <laughs> That's completely random. <laughs> According to the University of Belgium, who did a study. So if you're saying, look. I'm just going to tell you a secret. Know that at least two other people are going to hear that. Hey, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk on SiriusXM, channel 132. We are here with Kelly Hoey, who is the author of the fantastic book, Build Your Dream Network. And if you're looking to do that in 2019 or looking for tips or looking to share tips, we want to hear from you. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So, Kelly, in your book... You talk about that you can't hack relationships. What do you mean by this? Well, I think it's the things we've been talking about, the, the idea of, you know, not doing research on someone, um, of thinking a click or a swipe or something like that is suddenly going to build that kind of trust. Uh, trust takes time. Reputation takes time. Knowing that you want to vouch for someone takes time. And that's what I mean by that, that, that kind of that, that hack. Um, you know, you want to invest the time in it and understand that with networking, there are short-term activities, but it is a long-term game. It is a long-term game. And let's talk about that because there's a lot of people who wait to network or don't make it part of their daily lives and then find themselves on the, the end of a layoff or, a, you know, a bad work situation. And they think, wow, I need my network this second. Um, mm -hmm. And we recognize that, that that's not possible, but what advice do you have for people who may find themselves in that position? You know what? I would I would say to them, be really honest with uh, with people that you're reaching out to. Again, I'd say you've got to do your do, do the research and why understand and make it valuable to the other person that why you're taking their time. And, but be really open about it, saying, you know what? I've done this to myself again, and here I am in your inbox. Um when uh, I need something, and I apologize for that. I think being that being vulnerable, um, and I think being really honest about it, as opposed to, you know, showing up and saying, "Hey, guess what? You know, I need your help. I, you know, looking for another job." Um, you know, people are tired of that, and I think we're exhausted. Our networks are fatigued with that kind of request. Um, but I think you're you're 
if you put yourself into a corner, you might be able to weasel out of it by being, you know, honest. Yeah, I would say that that in general in today's world, because our attention span has gotten so short, people just want to want you to be direct, period. They they just, you know, tell me what you need. Like, let, like let's not have to go through the gymnastics of of talking about getting together for coffee and this and that when in the end you just wanted to be introduced to somebody in my network because because one I may not choose to introduce you to that person or whatever and it's like we didn't have to go through this 45 minute coffee thing just to go through mm-hmm. you know get to this point so I am much more of an advocate of just just tell me what I can do for you and if I can I will try and do it if I can't I'll let you know I can't and and you know maybe give you an alternative if I'm able or tell you why I can't I mean what are your thoughts on that Kelly yeah, I mean, I think being direct is absolutely the best thing to do in, in terms of telling someone exactly what you need, uh, but also showing them that you've thought about why they're the right person to do it and mm-hmm. why it is not a complete and in, in utter inconvenience for them. Um, so, for example, I will get um, requests for introductions to venture capitalists. And it's usually from the person's perspective of, oh, I know so-and-so. I think they'd be great to invest in my startup. Can you make an introduction? And my response always to those kind of emails is, tell me why that other person wants to hear from you. Mm -hmm. And so I think that idea of of being direct but also showing the value to the other person, particularly when it's coming around to a job, because you may have someone in your network who is the connector to a hiring manager. Um, so in that kind of situation, and you know this better than anyone, um, Don, in, in, in your book, Switchers, and the value in that and the roadmaps that you give to people, it's like, why does that company want to hire you? And why should somebody else use their reputational capital to be a go-between? Um, and so being direct, saying, hey, I know you know so-and-so. By the way, I've got them in my resume. And here's the three reasons why I really want to be at that company um, and why I think I can, you know, add value to this role. You know, boom, that's that's the winner. Yeah, I love that. I, I say that do the work for them. The the worst thing you can do is walk into a networking meeting and expect the other person who's being gracious with their time to do the work for you by either not being prepared and having researched them and the information that, that you are hoping to glean from this that you can't get off Google. It shouldn't be something you can get off Google or saying something that, that goes like, tell me what I should do because nobody can tell you what you should do. So coming in with, with clarity around your questions and asking that person something they're uniquely qualified to answer is going to win you a lot of points. And I think it's that preparation that can make or break the interview. Hey, you're listening to Career Talk Series XM channel 132, and we are going to go to Monica in Arizona. Welcome to the show, Monica. What's on your mind today? Hi, Don, I have reached out to you plenty of times. Don, I really want to thank you for the show and for all your wonderful advice. Thank you, I Monica. I to meet Abby, absolutely Abby, personally, a few months ago. Oh, here fantastic. In Arizona. She came down for an event, and she went to the extent to help me out personally to reach out to someone on LinkedIn. Fantastic. To me to this person, yeah, that she didn't know. But she introduced me to them. I had reached out to this person on LinkedIn uh, several times, and they never, they never talked to me. <laughs> but Abby, Abby so sends them a message to... and gets a response. Shout out to absolutely <laughs> Abby. <laughs> yeah, and they rolled the red carpet for me, so um, that worked out great. And it actually relates to my question because I get a lot of requests from people on LinkedIn that I don't know. I never work with them. They're in another part of the country, and I feel that I really shouldn't have a network of 900 people in my LinkedIn when when I really don't know them. And how do I build an effective, effective network that can work both ways, for me or for them? If there's so many and we really haven't met, we don't have an opportunity to connect. Um, you know, I have reached out to a particular recruiter in a company that I really wanted to work. Um, and I talked to her uh, several messages. I applied for two positions. She was the interviewer for both of the positions. And I asked her, why can I get an interview? <laughs> and she said, well, we're already hired 
another person for the role. Um, and then, you know, that was kind of like, okay, great. Well, how do you really effectively connect with someone yeah. when you're doing your job search and you're, and you're really trying, I mean, you're not, um, being weird, you know, like stalking yeah. or anything like that. But. <laughs> no, no, there's no weirdness. Um, and this is a great question, Monica. There's two pieces that I want to, uh, tease out um, as we're kind of getting ready to wrap up. And the one is, how do you how do you make decisions around who you accept in your network? And then, you know, kind of the second part is, and how do you build that relationship? So, so Kelly, what is your advice for Monica? So on the first piece, you know, um, you know, each of us is going to use LinkedIn our own way. And some of us may throw our network really wide, and some people may pull it in really tight and close and only connect with people they really know. Um, as in, you know, you've broken bread, you've locked eyes, you know, that kind of thing. What I suggest to anyone is when you are making an outreach to someone, um, always personalize the message because uh, the chances of someone accepting are probably much higher. Um, but then again, you always hit the wall of how do people use it um, and understanding just because we can sign on and create our profiles the same way on that platform doesn't mean we use it the same way. So I wouldn't take it personally if someone doesn't accept a LinkedIn connection, but I would say always, always, always personalize the message. The second thing and the second part of it in terms of deepening the relationships, also think about why people are using the platform. You know, someone who's in HR or a recruiter, um, this is a business tool for them. Uh, this is how they are looking for and hiring and, and, and you know, mining for candidates. They may be very selective of who they bring into their network because once you do that, that you know kind of unlocks all those secondary connections and depending on how they have their privacy settings, et cetera, et cetera. So they may be somebody who's using it in a very closed way. Um, you know, a smarter move if you're as you're looking to use LinkedIn as a research and a platform uh, and a tool for a job search, follow the companies you're you're applying for and interested in in working for. See who you know who works there, so your first or second degree connections, and find out more about the companies, the hiring managers, the needs. You know, do it that way um, than necessarily going to the gatekeeper, who may be the HR or the recruiter. Yeah, I, I love that advice, Kelly, because I think I think it's um I think the one thing I want to te- tease out of that is it depends on how many how somebody's going to use it. I mean, nine hundred contacts may be maybe a small group for somebody who's using it as as more of a marketing tool or who's a, a headhunter or something like that. But for an individual, it may be a lot, and it really goes back to having a strategy about how you're going to use your social media and how you're going to engage that in your network. So, um, Monica, thank you so much for giving us a call on Career Talk and also for following the show. We really appreciate that. And hey, Kelly, the time has gone by so fast, even with you not in studio. So can you tell us one more time how people can reach you? You can reach me through my website, which is jkellyhoey.co, or find me at Twitter at jkhoey, and that's j-k-h-o-e-y. And if you've not gotten Kelly's fantastic book, Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyperconnected World, put that on your list of things to get in 2019. You will not regret it. Fantastic book. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Michelle and Dion, you guys rock. And of course, to all of our listeners and callers, we're here for you every week on Career Talk. And if, you're, if you've missed some episodes, you can find them on iTunes and Google Play, Dr. Dawn on Careers. And as we close out, we're going to play a little bit more of our Career Talk music band, Ex-Presidents, and their song, Save Us.